You're listening to nothing but the best of internet marketing talk, and you're listening to the David Conley Show. And here's your host, David Conley. Welcome, welcome, welcome my little beauties, welcome to the David Connolly Show, beaming at you all the way from www.dcradionetwork.com. I'm so happy to be here, I'm so excited to be here, and I'm so grateful to have you here. Can you believe it? This is the very first show. Now, um, I I should actually get just take a moment to tell you what the lay of the land is so that you all know what's happening. Um, Basically I am a a web guy. I've been making a living via the web for a long, long time. I started off life as a web developer. I suppose I kind of am a web developer still. I I still like building web applications. It's uh, kind of an addictive thing once you get started. But over the years I've drifted more and more into the realm of internet marketing and what a wonderful world it is. A place of frills and spills and all sorts of shenanigans. Um, I really enjoy what I do. I like to think I'm good at what I do. But the trouble is, you know, I'm not really that brilliant at everything. I don't think anyone is. And I'm trying my best to learn all the time. Now, one of the things that I've been doing over the years, and uh, it's it's served me well, is is I've been hooking up with experts. I love doing this, and basically I've been in a privileged position because you know I've been able to hook up with lots of real, real world class experts in the field, and. Basically, the idea is, is I hook up and uh, pretend I'm having a friendly conversation with them. But the truth of the matter is, winking away, I'm winking away here. The truth of the matter is, is uh, I try and, you know, I like to get as much information as I can just by mingling with, you know, some people who really, really know their stuff. So uh, that's kind of what I'm going to be doing a lot of in this show, because I figured, you know, if I'm hooking up with people, I mean, like people who not only work for, say, the the major search engines, but people who literally help to build the search engines. If I'm uh, in a position where I can converse with those, you know, that caliber of people, surely there's other folks out there who might like listening to that kind of information. And maybe you'll get something positive from it. Um, This is a completely commercial free show. I have nothing whatsoever to sell. All of this is paid for by me. Uh, The servers, the cheap dodgy microphones, pretty much everything. It's all just paid for me. I have nothing to sell. Uh, I guess I'm just a bit of a hippie and I like to put good things out there. And I know that if I put some good things out there, then I shall be okay. So I'm really excited and let's march onwards. Do you know, Bill Gates was once asked, Bill, they said, what's the secret of your success? And Bill Gates said, I was in the right place at the right time. Now, you are most definitely at the right place at the right time just now because I have a very, very special guest here lined up to get us started. Remember how I was saying that I, I, you know, I've, I've been doing web development pretty much since before they had a name for it. Well, in the world, in the uh, you know, in the world of web development, you know, you're constantly scratching around, trying to keep up with the latest technologies and trying to get a grip on what the best practices are and all of that kind of stuff. And one of the people who has kind of been a source of good information for me has been a guy called Professor Mike Zellers. He hails all the way from Ohio in America and over the years he's been putting videos up on YouTube with some really great content. You know, he's got lectures and seminars and um, he talks about web development and he teaches database stuff. He's He's an expert on all of that stuff. I mean, this guy is the real deal. But, you know, just the other day I discovered that he's actually 
Uh, it seemed to me, uh, turning his back on that world, well, I'm sure he's not really, I'm just trying to be dramatic, just trying to be dramatic, but he's actually, uh, this year, he's teaching social media marketing, and that was kind of a surprise, you know, it seems like a change of direction. So I was eager to catch up with the professor to say hello and to see what's been happening. We hooked up just the other day, and here is our conversation. Uh, hi, Professor. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Good show. Uh, welcome, welcome, and thank you very much indeed for being here. Um, now, I, I know that you've previously taught web development, but uh, recently you've kind of started teaching uh, social media marketing. So uh, That's correct. I'm curious, what was it that got you interested in that? Well, um I think um, most people that are involved, or many people rather, I should say, that are involved in the technology of the web also sort of have uh, an interest and some background in sort of the social or the cultural aspects of the web. And, uh, you know, most people that are in web technology are typically early adopters for things such as um, social media and any, any new thing. You know, they want to be uh, someone that has a, a beta test account for Google Plus and so on and so forth. So, therefore, you know, I've been involved with web development for a while. And, again, I've also sort of had this interest in social media. And um, given it is such a new field, you know, it, it's not like there are people already with degrees in social media marketing you know we have our marketing people and we have our web people and i worked with another uh with a group of people in in my division to sort of put together this course and when time came for it to, to be taught i was i was uh, pretty happy to teach it so yeah sort of sort of evolves from that i see i see i was i was actually just uh seeing before we went live and i guess i can elaborate just now I'm kind of curious to know if you guys have the same type of situation in the States as we have here in the UK. I mean, to put you in the picture, uh, I'm I'm not aware of any university whatsoever in the UK that teaches social media marketing. As a matter of fact, even, even uh, things like PHP, you will really, really struggle to find a, U a university in the UK that teaches any of that stuff, any of the kind of modern web stuff, is it the same over in the States or are you guys just light years ahead of us? Um, what, what happens in the States is, is really uh, I teach at, at, at a two-year college. It's called a community college. And community colleges tend to be a little quicker moving and a little more adaptable to, to things. We have maybe a little less red tape than, than some of the, the formal, you know, the, the larger four-year universities. So uh, community colleges tend to be maybe a little bit of uh, the universities here uh, in the United States, at least for some things. Now, to be sure, universities have tremendous value. But as far as, as uh, being a little more flexible and, and a little quicker to get in, into things, uh, I think community colleges, that's one plus for community colleges. That being said, uh, I've seen around a few social media marketing courses uh, at other institutions, but I don't think they're necessarily widespread. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, it's certainly a challenge uh, here. I mean, when I was at, you know, I'm not going to start talking about me, but mm -hmm. when I was at university, gee, it was, uh, let's see, 1995 to 2000, and mm -hmm. the, the programming language they were giving us uh, was Fortran 77, and <laughs> the 77 refers to the year that it right, came out, right. you know? So mm -hmm. uh, I thought at the time that that was rather outrageous, I have to say, and it's uh, mm -hmm. it's kind of, I guess, refreshing to see that people like yourself are actually keeping up with things a bit better than we are, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, it, it really is what it, what excites me and what has kept me uh, um, in the field for so long. Um, you know, uh, when I started, uh, literally, we used punch cards, and, and my, my first programming language was also Fortran. Uh, but it probably wasn't Fortran 77 because 77 hadn't rolled around yet. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, so I know those languages and, and I did some of those, um, you know, in, in university as well. 
And again, just the, just the rapid change and, and the fact that there's always something new to do, you know, um, it really is what draws me to this field. And I do like the fact that at, uh, at, at uh, the college that I'm at that I really have the flexibility to sort of um, stay abreast of things and sort of go where my interests lead. You know, I, I don't necessarily have complete freedom to do anything I want, but if we have an idea and it's reasonable and it's something that is, you know, uh, is relevant. Uh, generally speaking, you know, we can run with it, and and that was pretty much the case with the social media class. Yep. So, I mean, what what is your uh, experience, and as far as the social media thing goes, have you tried? I don't know, Facebook or Twitter oh, yeah. or any of those. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I've, I've I've tried probably most of them. Um, my my first introduction, I I guess you'd consider it social media, is I was a blogger for a long time, and and I had a blog site where. Um, Really, um, it was more just general stuff. It was stuff that I was interested in. And uh, I have a Facebook account. Um, I have made a lot of contacts, you know, through my Facebook uh, account, both, uh, you know, mainly mainly on a personal level, but also somewhat on a professional level. I actually leveraged some of those contacts when I was putting uh, together this course to get, uh, I actually interviewed via email uh, a number of people that I knew were involved with their organizations and social media. So I was able to get some good interviews that, that talked about what they do and, and what their feelings are. Um, I, I'm not convinced that there are too many experts in the world in social media. You know, it's, it's just a new field. And, and I think what we can do is we can study and we can talk to people that are doing it and find out what they're doing that works and what they're doing that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so, again, I've, I've used it a lot on a personal level. I've dabbled on a professional level using it. Um, but that's something that takes a lot of energy. It, it, you know, that one of the... Uh, um, yeah, you know they, they 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 joke in extreme sports. They say go big or go home. You know, and and I think to really be successful in social media, one of the lessons I've learned is there really needs to be a, a commitment to doing something on a very consistent um, uh, basis. You know, so I've used you know I've used Twitter, I've used Facebook, but again, you know, especially as times get busy for me, sometimes those slip a little bit, and I think that keeps me from being as effective as, as I possibly could be using some of these tools. Yep. So do you focus on uh, just the mechanics of it? So, you know, to create a, an account mm -hmm. or edit a profile, click here and so on, or will you actually be covering a strategy? Yeah, it, it's probably more of a strategy thing. Um, most of the social networking sites um, are pretty straightforward, and you know, if students have questions about one aspect or another, we can address them. So that's not really, really the focus of it. Um, you know, I mean, every every teenage kid in the world has a Facebook account, so it, it doesn't require extensive training to to go and do the mechanics and all that. But really, um, the one thing that uh, you know we try to focus on. In, in all my classes is to distinguish again um, um, between training which is just a very fundamental how do you do this to more of an education where you start thinking about what it is you're trying to do and how you can be effective uh, at it and, and sort of take it up a level so definitely uh, the focus um, is is on strategy you know we'll certainly spend some time familiarizing everyone with the tools uh, and we'll certainly talk a little bit about that and what makes them important and, and that sort of thing. But really, the focus is on, on the effective use of these tools. Uh, well, that's, that's, that sounds uh, rather good. I, I mean, I've always felt sorry for people who actually write books about Facebook and AdWords <laughs> and things like that. Because, you know, I have a few books. I, I, I don't have any on Facebook. And I lay my cards on the table and say I'm not a Facebook expert at all. Mm -hmm. I'm... I'm right. interested in learning, but I'm not an expert. But I have a few books on AdWords. But the strange thing is, is as soon as those books are released, they they change the way it works. You know, they they move things Absolutely. around. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I dare say, uh, focusing on strategy probably is a good idea for that. You know. Yeah. If, and if and that's an ex Yeah, that's an excellent point as well. Um, you know, uh, anything we teach them. Um, that that relates to the specific implementation you know is, is you're, you're right it's going to be obsolete uh and and one of the reasons um i don't use a textbook in my class i, I don't use a textbook in this class and one of the reasons i don't is, is for that very reason that that you know by the time the textbook comes out 
you know, the world has probably changed quite a bit, uh, this world, uh, anyhow. So uh, mm. I, I just pieced together sort of a set of online materials for the students to use. Yep, yep. And uh, we're kind of drifting into the part of the process where I start to pick your brains here okay. <laughs> and get as much info and tips as I can. I hope you'll forgive sure. me. Um, no I should be doing this in a more subtle and sophisticated way, but I'm interested in uh, finding out a bit more about the kind of strategies that you would endorse and also just to kind of confirm where we're at here uh, okay. social media of course covers twitter and blogging and uh, oh gee linkedin and all sorts of right. things youtube as far as i can tell and you know i think that we're all learning to be honest you know i get the impression mm -hmm. that uh, pretty much the whole world's trying to figure right. this out some have figured it out more than others but the impression i get uh from what i've looked at is that facebook seems to be the kind of granddaddy or the heavyweight champion or something of the social media world would you know and there's a lot of conferences and seminars mm -hmm. i have a friend who spent four thousand pounds learning oh i kid you not for um Correction, $4,000 uh, on Facebook marketing seminars on the wow. web. He, right. he never wow. even got to meet them in person. So just wow. to get info on the web. Uh, would you agree? I mean, is, is Facebook really the thing where we should be focusing all of our attention? Or do you think we should also be uh, looking at other aspects of social media marketing, YouTube and so on? Um, I, I would definitely say that that you know if you're going to pick a you know uh, you, you said the granddaddy or the king or the the ruler yeah Facebook probably is right now um, the, the the most central player um, again uh, part of it depends on on specifically what you're talking about um, a number of the interviews and again I, I think I sent you the URL if not I can send it to you um, later but um, in some of the interviews, um, other people um, talk about the use of YouTube as being very effective. But again, it really deals with the the nature of the organization you're talking about, um, what is going to come across best. Um, so again, I, I think YouTube, for the for how do I want to put this for for certain businesses and certain applications and certain needs, YouTube probably is is you know, is a very strong uh, place to go as well. But yeah, overall, if I was going to pick one, yeah, Facebook probably is the king. We, we of course, have to see how Google Plus plays out as well, um, because that is, uh, you know, th that is also uh, an up-and-coming player, and, and uh, I think the jury's still out on that. I, I've heard some good things. I frankly haven't done enough with it hands-on to, to make any sort of educated uh, decision on that but yeah you know any anything google does is bound to have some sort of influence and, and if anyone is going to knock facebook off the throne you know it could very well be google yeah i guess so i i must confess i haven't checked out either as far as that goes okay i, I can remember google buzz appeared and it didn't uh, right <laughs> it didn't really create that much of a buzz i dare say <laughs> but, no if, if if anything it did the opposite i i, I yeah. think it really uh people had really a lot of issues with it well it, it seems like Google Plus is off to a much better start than Google Buzz yep. was. But again, yep. I, I haven't played with much of it hands-on to, to, to come up with an educated uh, opinion. Yep, yep. Um, the, the funny thing is, though, when I look at the, I mean, personally speaking, looking at the, the whole social media landscape, I do know a few folks who have made a few shekels on, right. uh, for example, YouTube. Uh, mm -hmm. and you know a couple of other platforms they've done okay i know people who have used blogs for example to get mm -hmm. really high search engine rankings but i must confess i have not yet met a single person who appears to have directly or indirectly made a fortune via facebook is that just me am i mingling with the wrong people or something well, it's hard to say. Um, you know, thinking about some of the the people that I interviewed and talked with uh, about Facebook, you know, they they seem to indicate um, that um, you know Facebook allows them to sort of get um, uh, a personal connection with their with their customers, with their audience. Again, depending on the nature. Uh, 
of, of, of their endeavor. But um, how that personal relationship translates, does it translate into brand loyalty? Does it translate into increased sales? It, it's kind of hard to tell. Uh, one suggestion that I would have really for anyone is, is to think in terms of the metrics, think in terms of how you're going to measure that um, your, your social media campaign uh, is, is effective. And, uh, you know, th that, that can help guide you. So it's kind of hard to say, um, you know, people have a sense, I think, that it is positive um, and that it has uh, a good impact. But to quantify it, I think, might be the difficult part. Um, the one thing that people always come back to me, uh, though, when, when I talk to them about social media and the benefits for, and, and this might be the nature of the organizations that I've spoken to, because I've spoken to a lot of smaller educate, uh, organizations, is that they come back to, you know what, whatever benefit we get, it's a free platform. So yep. we're not putting out any money. And if it even has a small impact, then, you know, the cost benefit is is uh, is positive for us. I see. I see. I mean, once again, I stress that I'm learning this. Uh, mm -hmm. I have yeah. a, I, I do have a client, funnily enough, uh, who has an insurance company and uh, uh, <laughs> I better watch. They're, they're probably going to be listening to this and they, uh -oh. they've allowed me to give them a hand with a Facebook okay. account, you know, and, and I, I make I make no secret of the fact that I'm learning, so that's okay. Um, but sure. what I've uh, observed so far is that the people who seem to be getting very serious about Facebook, they seem to fall into two camps. And please tell me if I've got this wrong. But on the one hand, I've noticed that there's uh, a very kind of aggressive form of Facebook marketing that I've seen. Perhaps aggressive isn't the right word, but I've noticed mm -hmm. that there's lots of uh, folks, there's a guy doing seminars actually teaching this technique, and it's all about advertising and getting likes and getting mm -hmm. as many likes as you possibly can and treating all of those likers at, uh, almost like an email list and then mm -hmm. just selling them stuff, you know? Mm, but I've, no yeah. I've noticed there's another uh, school of thought, and it does seem to be two kind of clearly distinct schools of thought here, which is more based around uh, a sort of Starbucks model, whereby they just log on and update their profile and put loads of, you know, interesting things in there and try hard to mingle and be cool and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But the challenge with the second approach is that as far as I can tell, there doesn't appear to be a concrete kind of measurable objective to it all. So I wonder if you have any thoughts on, on that. Uh, have I got the wrong end of the stick here? Have, have I missed uh, something? No, that's a, that's, a very good, uh, that's a very good summary of the different approaches uh, that, you can, uh, that, that can be taken. A um, couple observations on it. Uh, first of all, um, you know, think of all the technologies through history that people have used to avoid advertising, right? You know, you have the TiVo, right, or the, digi the, the DVR, digital video recorder, so you can record your favorite show and skip the commercials, right? You have pop-up blockers on your computer so you don't have to see advertisement. You have bathroom breaks. You have go make a sandwich, <laughs> you know, during the commercials on, on TV shows or whatever. Uh, people don't necessarily want advertising sh uh, shoved down their throat and especially today's consumers that have grown up with this from the time that they were little kids watching Saturday morning cartoons you know they've grown up with this and they are are uh, the, the you know the, the traditional sort of marketing to shove it in your face I'm not sure that that's a very effective approach um, I, I started, uh, I've, I've been skimming through a book. I haven't sat down and read it from cover to cover yet, but there's a good book about social media uh, marketing called Social Media as a Cocktail Party, all right? And it really stresses, I, I guess, um, the way you describe the second approach um, in terms of providing people stuff that's interesting, realizing that you and your advertisements isn't why people log on to Facebook. No one's going to say, gee, I want to check out some ads, so I'm going to log on to Facebook. You know, people log on to Facebook to connect with people, to connect with people they know or maybe that they only know online or 
organizations or entities. Um, people want sort of an interactive experience, an exchange, a connection. People want to talk about the stuff that interests them. People don't want advertisements uh, shoved yep. down their throats. So um, I would think in my idea, you know, a, a key consideration um, in developing a social media marketing strategy is realizing that, you know, you're not the reason people are here, but you can be part of the party. You know, and and you can build sort of brand loyalty, and and you can possibly you know attract new customers or get increased sales simply by providing people um, with with a forum and with a space and with content that they find interesting. Um, I think that's one of the key things, and that's what the people that I've interviewed have come back on time and time again. Is you have to be giving the people that are following you something. You know, it's not all about you and shoving your advertisements in their face. You have to give them something that they're interested about or, or something that they, they find entertaining or informative or whatever. You know, the question isn't in social media, you know, how, do, how can I drag these people in? But how can I engage them? How can I get their interest and provide them something of value, you know? The most successful people that I've seen on Facebook, you get something out of following them. You know, and you're not simply subscribing to their mailing list or, or ads or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, you get a sense of connection with them in, mm -hmm. in some cases, mm -hmm. you know. And in other cases, there there's, you know, there's valuable resources and material they send you. So Aye. I think that's that. I think that's key. That's one of the big keys, I think. Aye. It's funny, though, you know, now I actually just remember there is kind of a thud um strategy i suppose that i've seen and i don't even know if strategy is the right word <laughs> my lips aren't working but right. um i've i have had a uh, one or well actually i don't want to uh geez i don't want to butter myself up too much here but i have had people getting in touch uh, with me and saying somebody was talking about you on facebook and said you know what you're mm -hmm. doing blah 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 which is kind of quite nice when it happens but the the, the the key thing about it though is that they they're approaching me as a person, as mm -hmm. opposed to some web development company or something. Mm -hmm. So see for the person who runs, you know, an undertaker's okay, <laughs> or mm -hmm. you know, I mentioned the, the the client I have who's running an, an insurance company. For someone like that, do you think their best bet is to kind of go on Facebook as a person? Or as a company, um, that that's a good uh, that that's a good question. Um, I suppose it could be done either way. Um, it should have uh, a social media marketing campaign, or, or if you're talking about a, a Facebook presence, should have a personal feel to it, whether it's under the name of the organization or if it's under the name of the person. Um, I guess the danger of having another the person uh, is is what if that person left the firm for whatever reason? You know, then then the Facebook is is tied to that. But um, you know, for example, um, and, and I suppose there's no reason it could go both ways as long as it was clear the roles, you know, the roles that were being performed uh, and, and so on. But it should be a, a sense of a personal connection. Um, mm -hmm. with with the organization, even if it is on, on that. And it, it should have a voice. It shouldn't read like press releases. You know, it should be that you're connecting with a person on the other end. Aye, aye. Well, uh, I, I guess um, I guess time will tell how this all mm -hmm. uh, pans out, you know. It's, um, I, it's certainly something that's here to stay. Um, mm -hmm. And... I guess that's that. Incidentally, to go off Facebook for a moment, mm -hmm. we have got to talk about Twitter. Now, okay. now, is it just me or is Twitter the most overrated thing <laughs> since Eric Clapton's guitar solos? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I don't know because I kind of like Eric Clapton, so I don't know if this is the best analogy. I, I liked him through the seventies, anyhow. Let's let's say that after after that, it got a little shaky. But well, he had um, he had some good, cool clothes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I would say about that is is what is really good about Twitter. Um, I I can see how it 
might be effective and it might be good uh, in some contexts, like in, in the area of entertainment. I, I think for people to, quote, follow uh, an entertainer, a musician or, or whatever that they like, this sort of fosters some sort of personal connection. You're actually seeing what's on their mind. Yeah, you, you know, you, you are up close and personal with one million other followers for <laughs> whatever Justin Bieber or whoever has to say. So I think in that context, it sort of fosters some sort of connection. It fosters some sort of bond. In a more mundane sort of world, you know, your typical business I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I would tend to agree with you that that maybe that isn't the best place to to put your resources. Again, unless you know there's some value that you can give the people that are that are are, are viewing that. You know, like um, you know, um, uh, one of the one of the places that I've talked with that that uh, I know is considering using uh, Twitter is a, a bakery, a cupcake place, and they have their flavor of the day. All right. And that would be something right now that currently they post it on Facebook. I could easily see them posting on Twitter and and letting people look and see what they're doing. And that could that could drive business in. So, again, um, I don't think that there is a one size fit all strategy. I think you have to look at at your organization, about what your organization does and examine the breadth of tools and decide, you know, which of those tools are most appropriate and, and what's the best way to use the particular tools that you, that you pick. One thing that, that people say time and time again as well is you don't want to spread yourself too thin. You know, if you're going to do this, you need to be committed to it, whatever it is you, you decide to do, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, and, and you have to, there has to be some kind of consistency and there has to be some level of commitment. So rather than jumping in, you know, um, rather than taking the strategy, gee, if one piece of social media is good, then a hundred will be great. You know, you should take the attitude of, well, let's maybe start small. Let's maybe pick the one thing that we think is best suited for our organization and and try to make an impact there, yeah. and then look. Well, maybe can maybe can we expand uh, expand this to some other realm? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just giving you my own experiences here and knocking some thoughts around. Uh, uh, right. F- for all that it's worth, uh, I noticed that about a year ago there was lots of seminars and webinars on the subject of Twitter, and there was quite a lot of hype. I actually uh, checked out a few of them, but. Um, what I discovered myself, and I, again, I'm just, you know, passing on my own observations. Um, getting followers is actually easy. That's the good news. I managed to get about 700 followers in a month, right? And it was quite easy, you know, very easy, in fact. Right. The challenge is uh, getting them to actually listen to you, because <laughs> sure. because my own experience is like as far as Twitter goes, I have this vision in my mind, and it's like a big warehouse or something that's jam packed mm-hmm. with thousands of people all shouting, "Buy my stuff!" You know, right. and they're right in each other's ears, and uh, I I must tell you, man, I have had the hardest time getting any sort of feedback. Uh, any sort of conversation or anything from Twitter. So I don't know if that's just my experiences, but there you have it, you know. I, I, I tend to think, you know, um, um, businesses, organizations, uh, you know, in that regard are no different than than teenagers. You know, they want to be onto the, the new hot thing. And, and when Twitter was starting to get, you know, a buzz in the world, you know, everyone's like, well, they're doing it. We got to do it too, you know, and without necessarily having a clue of how to be effective. Um and again, you know, um, it might not be the, the most effective tool for the particular thing that that a given organization is trying to market. And they might might be better off looking at um, uh, some other thing. Uh, again, um, I, I don't see, you know, um, Twitter would allow you to make observations on uh, – you know, on, on current events, if, if that was something that would benefit your organization. Like, for example, I, I suppose hypothetically, um, my college or, or me as a teacher could um, tweet about things such as, you know, gee, what I think of Steve uh, Jobs resigning, you know, or, or speak in terms of current events. But again, you know, that's not appropriate for every 
business, you know. Uh, I, I guess for the college, you know, that would be a way of showing that, you know, we have our finger on the pulse of the tech world and uh, would be another way for me to engage with my students and, and with other people. But again, you know, it has to work for the particular uh, organization and it won't necessarily work for our, for all of them. And, yeah. and and I do agree, Twitter in particular, I'm not the biggest Twitter fan. Yeah. But I recognize that that like any technology tool has its place, you know, and, yep. and and the job is to find, you know, to find first of all if it's going to work for you, and then if you think it will, you know, how how you're going to use it to to be most effective. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I'm kind of coming from the same place as yourself. I dare say, I, I come from a web development background mm-hmm. and ended up, uh, you know, doing SEO for a living and uh, I'm interested in the social media thing. I'm not an expert, but I'm very, very interested. And and like I say, I, I don't want to discourage anyone from learning anything to do with the social media stuff. Uh, I certainly don't want to do that. But for all that it's worth, I mean, I tried a test, you know, and uh, I thought it was a pretty good test and it's probably worth sharing here. Right. Um, I have a website which is top of Google for the phrase internet marketing courses. If you mm-hmm. if you search in the UK, it almost mm-hmm. certainly right. won't work in Ohio or something, you know. <laughs> but in the UK, it's top of Google. And I'm not even going to tell you the domain name and I'm not here to advertise. It's, in fact, it's a terrible website. It's unfinished <laughs> and uh, it's just a, a rotten website. But for one reason or another, it got to the top of Google. Uh, and I can remember putting a message out to all the Twitter people, and it was just a test because the people who were following me were allegedly mm-hmm. interested in internet marketing. They were all selling their own courses. And I put this thing out, and it was like, hey, guys, uh, do you want on this site for free? It's top of Google. Just let me know, and I'll put you on. No charge at all. Absolutely no charge. Mm-hmm. And do you know how many responses that got? None. Wow. Not one single yep. response. And I kid you not, I, I would have given them it. I would have given them it on a plate free of charge. I'm not making any, anything from it. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was about four or five months ago. And I think I've kind of slightly fallen out of love with Twitter ever since. Right. Isn't that interesting? Right. Yeah, it is. It, it is. Uh, and, and that gets back to the one thing I said uh, before is that these platforms are free. So, um, you know, um, but but again, the, the thing that they do cost is they cost your time. And and you, as I said before, you don't want to spread yourself too thin. So while it's good that they're free, you know, the temp shouldn't be like you would at an all you can eat buffet. Well, it's free. So I'm going to try some of everything. Right. You know, mm. and it's, you know, and because that really spreads you too thin. And, uh, you know, you, you, you will you're you know, you won't be as effective at any of them if you try all of them. So, yeah, um, your experience that you, you had with Twitter, I think, rings true for the particular, you know, for the particular kind of thing that you're that you're um, um um, marketing, uh, because again, I, I could see probably all of your followers are probably other people that might have been might be similar to you, as opposed to who your actual customers might be. You know, yeah. So it's hard yeah. to say. Yeah, but anyway, let's focus on the positive. Look at me going off sure. on such a negative track. Let's <laughs> let's talk about the positive experiences, and surely there must have been a, there must be a few helpers out here. Um, have you observed or? you know, perhaps been involved with any really, really great results on the social media front? Uh, one one organization, uh, I, I'll mention a couple of them. And I, I will say, uh, you know, again, uh, some of this is anecdotal, you know, so, um, you know, I, I, I can't can't back up some of my claims with with volumes of data and and i acknowledge that yet and i'm pretty confident uh in in the accuracy of what i'm saying one of them again is the bakery that i uh spoke with before Uh, they have a very simple facebook page all all they do is they run um you know that they run their flavors of the day periodically they have contests periodically they have announcements um, they were selling T-shirts for a um, for a uh, a cancer benefit, and they did that through their website. Uh, 
again, not something extensive. They probably post, you know, once a day or so, maybe once, a couple times a day uh, on the days that they're open. And so many people say and, and will tell me it's like, you know, every day, <laughs> the first thing we do is look to see what flavor of cupcakes they have. And if they have something I like, I'm going in there, you know, and, and I do I do it myself. <laughs> you yeah. know? So uh, uh, so they're one that I think is successful because they they're, you know, part of part of their appeal is that they have, you know, the, the unusual and they, they don't always have just the same old thing and all that. And so it's interesting and it's fun for people to do. You know, they keep it light. They keep it entertaining. They're not pushing anything down their throat. They're just putting their stuff out there, you know. Yeah, quite, um, quite forward thinking, actually, for a bakery, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, the other organization I think does really well, and this may sound funny, but it's a professional wrestling organization uh, here in the United States. And uh, what they do is, again, they are a very small organization. They, they ran out of Pennsylvania. Um, and they really work the social media really well in a couple of different ways. Number one, they have a YouTube channel that gets tons of hits. Um, they don't have a national TV contract, right? So people that don't know of their product um, have to buy it on DVDs. Well, they have done so successful by giving you just enough of a taste of what their product is like on the YouTube channel. Yeah. So you say, yeah, this is for me without putting everything out there where it's like, well, this is great. I don't need to buy the DVD. They've done such a good job, like just giving you enough. But the thing is, is they're giving their viewers real value. All right. They're giving them it's interesting. It's fun for them to watch this stuff is, you know, it's something that they're looking for. It isn't an advertisement per se, but it is, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because and that, because it, yeah. it will attract them. Yeah. And that, that was YouTube that they used, was it? Yeah. Or that they they're used using, YouTube. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, they also have a Facebook presence, yep. and their Facebook. You know, their Facebook pushes their YouTube videos out there. Yeah. So, you know, so, uh, you know, and they, you know, they, they kind of use them in conjunction where their Facebook points to their YouTube. Yep. And both of them point to the place that they, that you can buy their DVDs. Yeah. They also do very good. Um, I think some of their talent has uh, Twitter accounts where they twit their thoughts and their threats to the other wrestlers and that sort of <laughs> thing, you know. And, yeah. and, and people follow those. Uh, and, uh, they also have blogs, and they use all this very well to promote their event, but to do it in an entertaining way. You know, an organization um, like them in the past would either have to, you know, pay to have their product put on TV, or pay for print advertisement. All of this stuff is free, you know, for them. But they really, they're really smart and they're really effective in the manner in which they use it. They know what their fans want. They know their fans don't want the advertisement shoved down their throats. They know they have to give something of value. And the benefit from that will be that people that see their product, you know, will, will be able to find out what their product is like. And if they like it, then 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 they have a customer. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned uh, wrestling, actually. I, I have a, well, I guess a former client who... Um, teaches martial arts and okay. just to contribute to the, the positivity because I've you know been a real misery gut so far talking about <laughs> uh, Twitter but right. um, there is no doubt that YouTube is insanely powerful this person who uh, was on board with me I think 2008 uh, he ended up getting well over a, mil a million views on YouTube I think last time I checked, he had 1.3 million views. Wow. Uh, and, you know, I'll even give you his name. His name's Tommy Carruthers. He ended up getting hired for computer work, you know, like doing the wow. attaching the lights to his body and all of that stuff. Oh, and, wow. Okay. Right, yeah, right, right. He, he did that. He got stunt work. He became a fight choreographer. I don't know if you've heard of Carol Weathers, the guy who played oh, yeah, sure. Apollo Creed. He, right. he worked alongside him in a pilot show and he has traveled the world i mean literally on the back of some youtube videos right. it's absolutely fantastic so i just want to you know uh, throw that little bit in and say that I, you know there is most definitely 
if this when this stuff works, the results can definitely be fantastic. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, uh, a- absolutely. Um, and again, if you think of the the, the nature of the product, um, you know, to get back to my example, the pro wrestling one, that's something that you know is a visual thing. You know, the visuals are what going to sell people on that, and um, you know, the martial arts thing. It's all a case of looking at your organization and what they have to offer and figuring out the best media um, uh, presentation for that. It is funny, just my own use, and, and I don't necessarily even consider my personal use of social media is to market, but you know, consider that um, I, um, I, I actually have sold photographs that I've taken um, one appeared in a, in a book that was published, someone's memoirs. Uh, one of them appeared um, on a CD cover just because people found either through my Flickr account or through my blog or whatever, f- did a search for my photos, contacted me, uh, and so on. So, yeah, uh, it, it's amazing for me. You had mentioned uh, that, that I think the first contact you had with me is through one of my database videos. That's right. And, yeah. yeah. And it, it's funny because – I put those out there. Um, I don't remember the exact circumstance where I put those out there, but I put them out there and almost forgot that they were there. And uh, every week or two, I'll get a comment. I'll get an indication that someone has subscribed to my videos and, and so on. And when you look at it, you're right. When you look at the number of hits, you know, uh, database design isn't necessarily up there with martial arts in terms of excitement, but Again, I was, I was, I was, um, I was very surprised to see the number of yeah. hits. Well, it certainly, that, that they have. it certainly bailed me out, uh, and I'm eternally grateful. Um, hey, I, no I, problem. I remember that the, the table joins video. That was right. That was very good. I, I was having a nightmare of a time <laughs> finding stuff about that. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, just to wrap things up, then, what would your number one piece of advice be for anyone who's thinking about trying social media marketing, maybe to promote their business or something like that? I'm going to cheat and give two. All right. Uh, they're tied for number one. OK, so I get to give two. The number one is is you have to give some value to your customer. You can't simply be advertising. You have to make them uh, want to see what what you have as opposed to shoving it down their throat. So you need to give something of value as part of your social media offer offering to the customer. The second thing I would say is you need to, whatever it is you decide to do, you need to devote sufficient energy to it. You It, it can't be an on again, off again, where you post five times in a week and then go three weeks without posting at all. You know, you need to achieve some level of consistency and while the social media tools are free, all right, there is a cost in terms of your time and energy. And therefore, you need to be able to be selective in picking the best social media tool for you and the best use of it. And you also need to be committed to spend the time and spend the appropriate amount of time that you need to to do the things that, that you need to do in whatever platform or platforms that you choose. I see, I see. And just to crowbar in one very quick question which just came to me. Mm-hmm. See for the the guy who owns the Undertakers, right? I mean, nobody right. wants to be friends with the Undertakers. For someone like that, would you just say, look, social media marketing is not for you? Or would you say, give it a try, but maybe just go on as a human being and make some friends? Maybe yeah, hope, it, hope uh, that someone dies, you know. <laughs> especially, uh, especially if it was, you know, like a family business. I know many in the U.S. Anyhow, many of those businesses are sort of family businesses. I would say in that case, yeah, make it make it very, very personal. Either go on as a person, or um, you know, if you if you go and make it clear that it's it's you know the the the, the person in charge speaking and and speak in that tone. And and keep it very low key, um, especially you know the example you gave is an especially tough one to kind of you know wedge in there, um, because again one of the things about social media is people for the most part are going on there for for fun you know so it, it's easy to talk about gee what a professional wrestling organization can do or what a bakery can do, uh, but you're absolutely right uh, for for something that really is no fun. Um, I would say a, a very low key. And again, if, if you think about it, you know, think of the characteristics that people would want in in a funeral home or an undertaker. They'd want someone that's caring. They'd want someone that's compassionate. 
they want someone that, that understands. And anything that you could do in your marketing, you'd want to show people and provide them with something for value that, that shows them that you have those qualities. Mm. So w w does that mean you actually would recommend they create an account as an undertaker or as a human being like Joe Bloggs? Or would you have it blah, 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 undertakers? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know absolutely what you mean. Uh, that is a great question. Um, given the fact that most funeral homes are very personal, you know, it's not like there are, you know, it's, you know, 20 people staff, there's, you know, one or two people usually. Um, I would say probably either approach would be good. That's one I have to defer. And yeah. I don't mind saying this to my students that I don't mind saying it to you. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's such a, it's such a, a new thing. Uh, you know, anyone, anyone who did come forward and say they knew everything inside out, you'd, you'd sure. have to, you would have to right. raise eyebrows. So I think that's, a, uh, I think that's the probably the best position to take some of the time. And I dare say time will tell. Um, right. You know, it's uh, personally speaking, I've been living and breathing the web since 1995. And mm -hmm. I, I don't think I've ever seen anything generate as much hype as the whole social media scene in general particularly facebook um we will see what happens and it will be interesting to see if everyone's still raving about it uh, two years into the future who knows well it is interesting i, I think there's always a rush um you know there's always the, the early adopters that, that that rush to technology and then there's the people that see the early adopters rush and and go in and then over time, you're right. I, I think it's gonna. I think things typically settle and things shake out. You know, if you consider even the web, you know, um, you know, in the early in the early 2000s when there was the dot com bubble burst. All right, um, people were rushing in and spilling all kinds of money on some harebrained ideas. You know, and uh, when when the dot com crash occurred. It's not like it killed the web. Is that people stepped back and looked and thought, well, okay, we need to better have we need to have a better idea of how to effectively use it. And now that we've learned some of these lessons and we've had some of these failures, we know that maybe selling dog food on the internet isn't the most effective <laughs> thing to try, you know. And therefore, you know, they, they they discovered the characteristics of the web and the kind of of uh, business endeavors that work best on the web, and and I have a feeling the similar thing is going to happen with social media. You know, people rush in. You know, the early adopters, and then a, then a wave sort of rushes in after that, and you know, after some successes and failures, it'll it'll shake itself out. And again, maybe not every business will have a social media presence, but I, I you know. Mm -hmm. I think certainly uh, for some, social media marketing will continue to be uh, a pretty big factor uh, into yeah. the future. Yeah, well, it's certainly nice to have an alternative to just Google, you know, anything that, right. uh, you know, breaks up the monopolies, uh, I guess, right. can only be good, you know. Uh, yeah, and it gives it gives a lot of, lot of organizations a voice that um, in the past they would have prohibited from having that voice just because, you know, to, to, to buy an advertisement on TV or to, to a newspaper ad or a magazine ad costs money, you yeah. know, and it's one way to give smaller businesses, startup businesses and all that mm -hmm. a voice and a chance for getting their word out, you know. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's not going to make them succeed or fail, but it may give them a chance where in, in the past the, the barriers of entry were, were simply too large. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, uh yeah, and on that bombshell, I, I I dare say I've kept you here probably longer than I originally said I would. So thank you so much indeed for it's, being here. It's genuine, genuinely my pleasure. Uh, anytime. Thank you, you. you know, us, us professors, we love to talk. So, hey, anytime. <laughs> well, it's funny, you know, because I, I have a ton of questions and conversations that I'd love to have on the subject of web development, because I know okay. that that's your other field of expertise. So mm -hmm. maybe maybe that's somewhere where we can go some other day. Um, uh, anytime. I'm, I'm not even sure if this is the right crowd for those kind of right. conversations. Uh, incidentally, do you consider yourself these days a web developer, a software guy, or are you, you know, a social media guy as far as where your heart lies these days? I, I, I would say I'm always going to be a software developer. 
Um, other things may, you know, may, may be on the periphery of that. And, you know, it, it's what got me to the dance, you know, and that isn't to say I have other interests, but, but that's it. And the web today, and in terms of web development, I really don't really differentiate between that and any other sort of software development that I've done. I yep. mean, it's all, it's all about satisfying the needs of, of some organization or some set of users. So, um, the, the specific technologies again are different. You know, I don't use punch cards anymore, but again, the goal and the aim, you know, is problem solving and figuring out how to develop applications that are really going to help people do what they need to do. Good show. Well, I'm grateful right. for your uh, web development tutorials and I'll definitely keep an eye out for more of them in the future. All right, And great. of course, the social media marketing stuff. Good luck with the course and thank you very much. Likewise, thank you very much. All right, cheers. Take care. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. The best of Internet Marketing Talk, dcradionetwork.com. Well, there you have it, and what a class act he was. Um, thank you very much indeed to the professor. I do hope I can get him back on again. Wasn't he fantastic? Wasn't he fantastic, Ola? Man, that was great. Um, anyway, that that I think I am probably going to wrap things up. Um, let me just tell you once again, this is free. It's all free information. And let me tell you something else before I go. I have, you know, when I was starting this show, I put the word out uh, amongst a few of the circles I mingle in. And I was I put the word out that I'm looking for expert guests, you know, who might want to come on and say a few words and give us some help, you know. And the response I've had has been just fantastic. I have a list of people, I kid you not, it would blow your mind. I have all sorts of best-selling authors and you know, academics like the professor. I have I have all sorts of search engine gurus, social media gurus. I have I have some really 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 fantastic guests lined up enough to keep me going easily for a couple of years in fact probably for a lifetime. Um so I'm really excited and I look forward to bringing you know the professor back and maybe we can bring some other folks in and hear what they have to say. I'm just so happy to be here, you know, I have to tell you. But um what I will say is is that although this is free and although I do indeed have nothing to sell, actually it would really mean a lot to me just to know that you are alive. Now, uh, there are three ways that you can let me know that you're alive and even although to you it's not a big deal, to me it would really, really make the decade worthwhile. So if you value advice from people like the professor, if you value uh, these kind of conversations with experts, and there's plenty more, uh, if you appreciate this kind of thing coming out free of charge, all I ask is, you know, don't send me your money, don't do anything like that, just do one of three things, or maybe all of three things if you're feeling really good. There's a Facebook page, and if you go to the website dcradionetwork.com, look on the right-hand side, there's a like box there. If you can hit the like button, it will make me very, very happy. Now, you don't even have to give me your name or anything, just the like button, and it's probably a kind of egotistical thing from, from me. But let me tell you, this is ground zero. As I speak, I am indeed starting from scratch. I mean, completely from scratch. I do have a, a Facebook page put together for this show. So far, the amount of likes we have, zero. I have a mailing list as well. Uh, there's a, an insider club. You can sign up for that. It's on the website. That's kind of the second thing you can do if you want. Uh, so far, amount of people on the mailing list, zero. I have a, a comment section on the website as well, dcradionetwork.com. It's the, the third thing you could do that would make me really happy would be to just put a comment up and let me know what you think of the, the show and the content. Uh, number of comments so far, zero. We are indeed starting from ground zero, folks, and I'm so happy that you were here for it, and I, I'm grateful for that. Now, uh, let me put something out there before I go. If I get 2,000 people liking this site uh, on the Facebook thing, 
I'm starting from scratch. You can see that. If I get 2,000 people, let's say by April 2012, that gives me about six months. If I can get 2,000 people liking this show, then instead of doing it once per week, which is what I'm doing just now, it's going to be once per week, okay? Instead of doing it once per week, I shall do this twice per week. Now, uh, I hope you appreciate that that's... That's not going to be easy for me because I, I do work for a living and I have other things to do. But if I can get 2,000 people liking this by April, uh, then I'm going to be doing this twice a week. And that's my little pledge to you guys. So if you want that to happen, if you want to have access to all of the, you know, the best-selling authors and the academics and the experts and, the frankly, the gurus who I have lined up, then just hit that like button. And it shall make my day. Uh, once again, don't forget, we have the uh, the David's Insider Club. You can become a member of Dick easily. It just takes a minute. Just sign up and uh, you'll get all sorts of fantastic information that I wouldn't dare put out on the show because, for one thing, it would probably offend lots of people. Um, and, of course, the comments section. Chuck a comment in. You know what? Why don't you chuck a comment in and put a link into your website as well? Have a link on me. It's no problem. I would love to hear your comments, good or bad. It would be really fantastic. Anyway, thank you. This has been the first show. My thanks go once again to Professor Mike Zellers. I do appreciate him being here. Thank you, Mike. And I shall see you at the next Grand Bash. Thank you. Goodbye. Internet Marketing Talk Radio. Can it get any deeper?